Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports fans, it's Saturday night live from Saturday. What's that expression from Saturday night live? I don't remember the. I don't remember what it is. But I'm Daniel McCartan, and today I guess you call me McCartan before midnight, and the super utility around here. And I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up till the stroke of midnight here in New York City and beyond. So whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next couple of hours, whether that be on your car radio, on WFN.com, or on our free Odyssey app. And of course, we're here in the Big Apple, as always, and Connor Green and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. Go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. And here it is, live from New York. It's Saturday night. Get aboard. Um, yeah, so it's it's mid to late October. The date is the 21st. The cool breeze is blowing through the air. And the other morning I was leaving for school. I opened the side door and I smelled winter. You know what I mean? That winter smell. So uh, I say that to say this. The importance of tomorrow's NFC East divisional game between the Giants and the Commanders looms large for many reasons on the 22nd of October. I came up with three right away. Number one, first and foremost, this is the only winnable divisional game the Giants are going to have so far, you know, this season so far and throughout the season. Twice. The Commanders. That's it. They're not going to beat the Cowboys. They're not going to beat the Eagles. Although the Jets made them seem pedestrian last week, didn't they? But first and foremost, this is a winnable divisional game in late October for the New York Giants. Number two, if you take a look at their the Giants' next six games, including tomorrow's game, so tomorrow being one of the six, I would say five out of those six games are winnable. I'm not going to go through schedule. You can look at it yourself. But I would say five out of those six are winnable. Especially if the Giants haven't some of these pieces coming back. Andrew Thomas being the biggest of them all, literally, literally and figuratively. I'll talk about that on a second. But you know, that record, if the Giants were to take five out of the next six, that record going into Monday night football on December eleventh has the potential to be much more palatable than the one in five they're sitting at now. Think about it. If they win five out of the next six, let's do some quick quick mental math here. They'd be they'd be six and six on December eleventh. That's not so bad. And three, how the Giants perform is going to dictate how the rest of this season goes tomorrow. 
especially if they lose tomorrow. I would say if the Giants lose tomorrow and drop to one in six, one of those six yeah, winnable games on that schedule, I would expect Joe Shane and company to trade Saquon Barkley. I, I would expect it. And I know that the Jets have Dalvin Cook up for sale too, officially as of a few hours ago, according to Dan Rossini, but I know that's competition. And I also know that Saquon Barkley is an unrestricted free agent after this season, but it would not hurt to field some phone calls and, and see what they can get for him. Barkley said at practice this week, quote, sitting here, everyone knows how I feel. Everyone knows I don't want to get traded. It's not an easy thing to do. You've got to move. I have a family. I would love to be here, but like I said, it's not in my control, end quote. Remember, one year ago, almost to the date, Christian McCaffrey was sent to San Francisco from Carolina for, here was the package, a 2023 second, third, and fourth rounder, and at next year's, 2024's, a uh, fifth rounder. So four picks for McCaffrey, none of which were in the first round. I can't imagine Gar- uh, Barkley garnering that much of a haul back. I'm sorry. Like I said, McCaffrey didn't even get a first rounder back for him. So, and, and McCaffrey, I'm sorry, but he's better than Saquon Barkley. So if it's me as GM of the Giants, sure, I'm shopping Barkley, and I would not make a move unless at least one, maybe just one, and a few more, uh, other picks, but one second rounder is included. Anything less, it's a no for me, dog. And and not, if not, I, I would take my chances with the next six games and, and, and hope that if I'm the GM of the Giants, that we can make a run. The Giants could tag Barkley again next year, don't forget. That's their ace in the hole, so to speak. But the Giants, in a position to make a trade with their biggest trade chip on the team... Did you actually think or believe that we'd be having this conversation right now, this far into October? Especially after this Giants team won the first round of the playoffs last season in Minnesota on the road, which is not an easy place to play. How did the Giants get here? Well, at 1-5, whose fault is it? A, sure. You can question the head coach. Last season's NFL Coach of the Year, Brian Dable. But I'm not ready to do that. He's trying to do the best he can with with what he's got. I mean, look at that offensive line. It's worse than a JV team. We'll get into more detail in a second, but that offensive line is being held together with bubble gum and duct tape. I bet if you put the Georgia Bulldogs out there this week, you'd see better play from them. That's just facts. B, which then you would think, well, it falls on the shoulders of the general manager, Joe Shane. Sure, you can question the GM, the architect behind this mess, but remember, he inherited a mess, and he actually has addressed the offensive line if you really care to look. In his first draft in 2022, he took three linemen, Evan Neal, 7th overall, Josh Izudu, 67th overall, and Marcus McKithian at 173. And he drafted 11 players back in 2022. Eight of those 11 players that Joe Shane picked that year are starters right now, like tomorrow. Eight of 11. 
Okay, then his second draft in 2023, Joe Shane picked his starting center. In total, four of those seven picks last year are starters this season, as in, like, tomorrow. So he took four offensive linemen in two years, all starters. And then think about that. Out of Joe Shane's 18 New York Giants draft picks, 12 of them are starters this season. And dare I say that? That's great. C. Sure, you can question the quarterback that just got a big payday, but this is not all Daniel Jones's fault. Do you remember, think back a little bit, do you remember why Andrew Luck's career was truncated? Because of the injuries that he sustained behind his terrible offensive line. Okay? Through this point in both of their careers, both Andrew Luck and Daniel Jones have sustained just amount, just about the same number of sacks. Jones has just three more than Luck's 174. Jones, through this point in their, both of their careers, has 177. The major concerning thing here, whereas it took Andrew Luck 86 games to accomplish that threshold, it's taken Daniel Jones and two neck injuries just 59 games to reach it. That's kind of scary. You know, the Giants have a pass block win rate of just 46% this season. That's good for 28th in the league of, oh, you know, let me check, 32 teams. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised about Daniel Jones's play. I mean, this offensive line is so bad. It has knocked the Giants franchise quarterback out with that neck injury for it's it's now officially two consecutive weeks. I mean, I wouldn't put Daniel Jones out there until he's 100%. He didn't take a single hit in practice last week. He didn't take a single hit in practice this week. And I'm not surprised when I see Ian Rappaport's tweet from just over an hour ago reporting that Daniel Jones will be, in fact, out for tomorrow's game. And then here's a quote here, but trending in the right direction. So where does, where does the blame lie for this New York Giants 1-5 start? Isn't it obvious? We talked about the coach. We talked about the general manager. We talked about the quarterback. All three of those potentialities, of those options, circle back to the play of the offensive line. Now, this offensive line, again, is in shambles. Look at what they have out there. Andrew Thomas, their best lineman, has not played since week one. And everyone laughed. Everyone laughed when it went viral. When Justin Pugh said he was straight off the couch this past Sunday night. But it's, it's, it's really not all that funny. Can you imagine the lack of depth in a situation that would, would produce a couch guy and force him into being a starter within one week? I mean, in that game, Justin Pugh p- played two positions that night. And he looked like he was the best one out there. And that was his first game in almost exactly one calendar year since tearing his ACL. Then you've got Ben Bredesen. Ben Bredesen was the Giants' best guard. 
But now he's been be- he's forced to play center because rookie John Michael Schmitz, who I definitely applauded the, the choice this past draft, but he hasn't played since week four. And if it can't get any worse, Shane Lemieux at practice on Wednesday tore his biceps. I mean, what did the Giants do? A corresponding move? Oh, they signed a Cowboys practice squad guy to take his place. The guy's name is Sean Harlow. Not Jack Harlow, but Sean Harlow. But I mean, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yes, injuries, I can understand. It's been... It's been a bad go of it. It's been bad luck. And the Giants have had, unfortunately, many injuries to that offensive line. But this is the NFL. Your record says you are what your record says you are. That's how that goes, right? But that's when it's up to the offensive line coach to coach up the guys that he does have in tandem with the offensive coordinator to do his best to scheme for such poor pass protection. How about some play actions? How about some trickery? How about some creativity on the part of this Giants offense? How, my my question is this, how does Evan Neal, a seventh overall pick in the draft, Continue to lace up his roller skates, to be a human subway turnstile each and every week. And you know, I was thinking about this today as I was actually uh, flipping <laughs> flipping uh, uh, burger sliders. I-, I cooked them for the dog. I know, spoiled dog, right? I was fl- flipping these burger sliders at lunchtime today, and-, and I made a hot dog for myself, actually. This That's no lie. Um, but and I was thinking about Evan Neal while I was doing it, and... You know, I, I can't even blame Evan Neal fully. I can't. Because I, I point to and I was thinking of as I'm flipping all these these burgers and, and turning the hot dog, because you don't flip hot dogs, remember that. But I thought of the play where, where he let a, a free rusher run right by him to sack Daniel Jones. And I'm thinking about that play. And that lack of awareness, situational Awareness. It, it has to be due to poor preparation. Has to. And of course, I'm not sticking up for Evan Neal. I'm just saying that there's 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 got to be a, a, an explanation as to why he's having such a terrible season. And and also a couple other guys going into last week's Bills game. Going into the Bills game. Talked about Evan Neal. He has the second most pressures allowed in the NFL. Josh Izudu, second most sacks allowed at his position in the NFL. Mark Glowinski, second most sacks allowed in the NFL at his position. So at what point do you start to look past the poor play of the players and you start to look directly at the unit's coach and the unit's, well, I guess the offense's offensive coordinator? Because it has to be now. With these next six games on the schedule, five of which I'm deeming to be winnable, it's their jobs to see these men play up to their potential and to get the best out of them. And when you look at that piss-poor pass-block win rate for the Giants, 
It's the worst it's been since 2017. So instead of getting, you know, the most out of the players that they have, you know, together, Mike Kafka and Bobby Johnson have this offensive line trending in the direction of historically bad. That doesn't equate to and will not equate to wins. No matter who is coaching this team, no matter who is picking the players, and no matter who is under center. So one in five start, yes, the fault of the offensive line, but even deeper than that, the way that that unit is coached and the way that that offense is run. 877-337-6666. My name is Daniel McCartan. We'll talk some New York Giants Week 7 football coming up next here on The Fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.